Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. On today's Tuesday episode, Luca Nation, I have a really special play for you guys. And before we get into it, I want to do a little trip down memory lane because my play is someone from the 80s. It was from Cage's prime teenage years when he was chasing chicks, playing football in high school. Uh, but I want to hear Cage's stories about this guy because he's super iconic. He's someone that I believe that the current GOAT is going to be always compared to if we're talking about inside of football. But before we do, let's get in to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronzo Mine. Cage, can you take a guess at the player I was uh, referencing to? No. Who are you talking about? Joe Montana. Okay. So, Jerry Rice, the PSA 10, his uh, rookie card just sold for on auction, which you believe is a true market setter of prices, for 125K. I believe the next time that Joe Montana card goes up for auction, we're going to see some record numbers because Rice and Montana are kind of, uh, you know, they're always linked together in their success. And I want to ask from you, why is Montana so iconic? Why do people revere him so much? Why, you know, before Brady had this run, you know, in a lot of ways, Brady is kind of like LeBron right now. And Montana is the Jordan of the sport. And football is a little bit different, but that's the way I see it from a 31-year-old perspective. But I didn't get to see Montana play. Can you tell us a little bit? So, I mean, it's a great comparison, right, between I, I mean, I don't get paid the big bucks. Yeah, but uh, I know I think it's okay. Well, because it, it, it just it depends on whether you want um, whether you want to be a quantity or a quality. And you know, LeBron and, and Brady are actually doing a little bit better now. But what was cool about you know Montana and Jordan is when they got there, they won. Right. So Jordan six for six in championships. Montana was four for four. He got to four Super Bowls, he won four Super Bowls, you know? And for a while there, LeBron was, you know, he got there, but he didn't win it. He won a few. He's not winning them all. What is he, four and six now? You know, it's great to be there for 10, right? How many Super Bowls has Tom Brady been to? Nine or 10? I don't know. He's won, what is it, won seven? Um, You know, which he's he's won the last couple that he's been at. But for a while there, that was the same. He's only lost lost to Eli Manning. It's kind of comical. Eli. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, listen, they're all rivalries out there, right? You know, it's funny going into the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes, who's been in the year in the league for years, right? Mahomes has been in the league for a long time, right? He's not somebody who's a rookie, right? He's been in the league long enough to be at two Super Bowls and win an MVP. Um, you know, going into that game, he had only lost nine games in his career total. So I now did. he's lost 10 games. And, and here's a fun one. Three of them to Tom Brady. That's hilarious. That's pretty he nuts, lost- right? Cliff Kingsbury lost uh, 16 games with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback in college. And then uh, he got a full-time job as the Cardinals offensive coordinator and coach, which is kind of, I mean, it's just, you know, they're all rivalries, right? I mean, you know, um, it's funny to think about though, right? Because, you know, out of, out of sight, out of mind. I mean, Peyton Manning was, was, you know, right there neck and neck with, uh, with Brady for a while, right? They were going back and forth. Who's the better one? And who cares about Peyton Manning right now? Almost no one's no one. I mean, he's going to hold a fame induction, but, you know, I mean, he came up on TV. My wife was like, hey, you remember that guy? You know, <laughs> you know, so, you know it's, it's pretty funny how, you know, stuff like that happens. Montana, for some reason, though, you know, he kind of remains in, in the conscience. And I think it's because, you know, 
when Montana was winning the Super Bowls the way he was, there had never it had never been done before. The Steelers had won three Super Bowls, but across different across different you know generations across you know at the time what was it what was that twenty something Super Bowls I think you know twenty Super Bowls when Montana was winning twenty five Super Bowls and he had won four of them. So basically, you know, the, the greatness of it was, you know, that here he was, you know, like one out of every four Super Bowls that have ever been won, he won them. You know, one out of every five, you know, one out of every six, whatever it was. You know, we're up to what, Super Bowl 55, something like that? I mean, how many Super Bowls have there been? So, all right, there's been, you know, there's been a lot more Super Bowls. It's double the amount, right? So, you know, at the time, it was just had never been done before. Now Brady's doing what he's doing, and he has to better what was done before him. And and Montana really I mean who was it? Bradshaw? I mean the Steelers won, but it wasn't because of Terry Bradshaw. Stallback, Dallas, nah, they won. It wasn't really because of him. The Raiders had three Super Bowl wins, but you know, Jim Plunkett, you know, Jay Schrader. Um, you know, not these are not dropping guys. I, I don't think any of those are on the standard or right, but they're just quarterbacks who won the Super Bowl, is what I was talking about. Plunkett. Right? Those are all Plunkett. Plunkett. These are quarterbacks who won the Super Bowl, but they're not. When Montana did it, it was like, holy cow, this guy gets the Super Bowl, he wins the Super Bowl four times. And then he becomes a measuring stick. And and look, you know, this was a, a crazy Super Bowl for exactly that reason. Brady set the bar just that little bit higher for Mahomes or the next guy, whoever it's going to be. Um, and, you know, some people are saying Mahomes has to beat Brady next year to really get the goat. You know, like he'll never be able to shake it because they did, they have a head to head. And he lost, you know. So, you know, I mean, Mahomes. Mahomes deserves his own category because he's not in. He's not in goat status. He's just a kid. He's twenty three, I think, years old. But I do think, that, like you know, Bill Russell, he won eleven championships. But somehow, Michael Jordan is the benchmark when it comes to winning, right? Yep. I think in this offseason, you're going to get a lot of conversation. Yeah, Brady's the goat, and they're going to compare him to Jordan and stuff like that. But I think they're also going to start talking about Montana a bit more, and. That's one catalyst. I do believe in the offseason there's going to be kind of a trip down memory lane of sorts. But there's already been movement on the Montana 10. And I think that the Rice selling for 125 k for the PSA 10, I went and I looked at Montana quite. So there's, do you know how many PSA 10s are of that true rookie? And there's only one rookie. I know you love that, Cage. Uh, if you I have know? to guess, I'd say 110 to 112. That's exactly it's not really a guess. That's a specific number, basically. It's 109. That's unbelievable. <laughs> How many nines do you think there are? Um 400. No, two nineteen hundred. I'm just kidding. Yeah, there's gotta be a lot of them. I mean, there's eighteen thousand cards graded. So wow. As a matter of ten percent or so of them nines and tens. It's it's not a lot. So so normally I would have gotten a pushback from Cage being like, this card's way too expensive. You know, our Luca nation, you know, some of the people might not be able to get on the level of this card, but I think many of our Luca nation uh, community members have DM'd us. They've said they're having a great year. And I think this is a great card to put some money into. And it's the PSA nine Joe Montana card. And I'd be pretty selective. I'd be pretty selective. I'd use these next two to three weeks to really buy the card, not the grade, because not all nines are created the same cage. Yep. Uh, in fact, some of the recent nines that I saw sold, I even brought it up the cage. It had a really bad corner. It was an old label. It, it felt to me like it was when PSA was grading a little bit less strict. I would overpay for a really, really nice nine. I really would. And when I say overpay, I mean like 10, 15% more. Uh, but I would buy a really nice nine, ideally with the new Lighthouse label PSA. 
Uh, and they're about 4,300 to 5,500 in price. I see that as a $20,000 card cage. Now you might think that's crazy, but think about the market we're in, right? We're in a market where iconic matters, low pop matters. And there's this insane trickle down effect that I've never seen before. I would have never thought that in three months, a PSA eight Jordan would be worth 25 K that was an $8,000 card, but because because the PSA 10 card, the PSA 10 Jordan moved so much in just the last two months, and there's so much demand across the board, we saw a really big rubber band effect, one that we've never seen before, in my opinion, right? You've never yep. seen such an aggressive rubber band effect, have you, Cage? Nope. Uh, and I think that's going to continue. Now, Jordan is his own beast, maybe... It's not as aggressive. It's not as volatile. It doesn't go up and appreciate as much as the Jordan cards have. But, I mean, Montana's right there with him. Brady just won. I think this is a significantly underpriced card at four to $5,000. So the nine you're saying to go, would you tell people to drop down and, and buy eights? Why not? You, you buy whatever you afford. I'm not your financial advisor, guys. But... You guys, I mean, it's the same stuff we do. It's just pattern recognition, right? We just saw the 10 go, the Jordan 10, which has a higher pop, go from 150 to 200,000 to 750. But okay, that's that's a different breed of investor. But we saw the PSA 8 go from 8 to 25K. So, I mean, I'll look up the price of the PSA 8s. There's 7,000 of them. So way higher pop, three, four times more than the 9s. But, but I would definitely look at it. Maybe go eight and a half uh, with that PSA qualifier. I think you could probably go BGS on these as well, if, if, if that's your thing. I like it. Thank you, Cage. I like when you like my plays. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel confident. I like it. I definitely do. I'll, I'll look up PSA eight rookie cards right now. For- no, just because if there's people out there who, you know, you know I, I don't know what the pop. Oh, no, sometimes you don't want to drop below a certain number on these things. You know, that's uh... a, PSA, a PSA eight is 800 bucks. So, buy it now. 700 bucks. Buy it now. There's one on auction. Um, 860. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I'll bet some of these newer eights would cross to BGS nines, frankly. Hmm. I like it. I would make sure it's centered. I think that's a big issue. That's actually a hard card to center when you guys see this card. It's it's so – the centering on this card, you'll see, it's really tough to explain in an audio format, but it's a really tough centering grade. And I would make sure that it would get a centered eight if, if you can. And definitely not a, a qualifier, not a miscut or any of that nonsense. Hmm. I like it. All right. Well, I mean, listen, I like that you're uh, – you know, you're you're – you know, you're 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 picking a, a a nice high end card for our folks to uh to to go out there and chase. The rationale is 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 reasonable, right? I mean, obviously we see goats flying. You know, I mean, the person that most would compare to. Where do you live when you see goats fly? Well, pig, when pigs fly, that would be a different story. But goats, you know, the prices on these things are going up, man. And and you know, Jordan and Montana, they're the ones that are compared, right? I mean, you know, obviously Brady is is Brady, Brady's more LeBron, just like you said. So, you know, people see LeBron prices and 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 Jordan prices and Brady prices. It just makes sense for Rice and Montana. And you're right, the most recent Montana sale was, uh, I think, in that same golden auction as the Jordan, and it sold for eighty five thousand ish, including the uh, buyer's premium. And now the rice 
went for uh, you know 100 125. What did it go for? 125 or something like that. So yeah, I mean people are probably looking at that and saying if Rice just, is 125, how can Montana only be 85? You know. I just think as much as we love basketball and we've become a little bit more basketball fiends, we're, we're a football country. Like, and there were a lot of 49er fans back in the day. And there's a lot of people that remember watching, like, I'm not talking about Bay area people. Like the Niners were the darling team, right? It was Cowboys Niners that people loved. I yep. mean, I think Montana and Rice are for those people. There's a lot of people who don't even watch basketball games, right? I, yep. I think Montana and Rice are equally as iconic for those non-basketball, straight-up football guys. So uh, I think those – I wouldn't be surprised if in the next five years a Montana PSA 10 was a $500,000 card. He's just that iconic. He's just that iconic. So that's my that's my take. Uh, what's top of mind, or do you want to go straight into your play? I no, mean, so I – listen, you know, there's a lot of things top of mind. There's a lot of things, you know, football's over. I like to start looking at baseball. Um, you know, so I mind as always the card sold on eBay that I was watching for months and, uh, you know, I think it's underpriced and uh, of course it gets sold and I'm like, God damn it. I should have bought that thing. Um, so if you think it's you're the, the only one that, that happens to you guys ever, out there, it's the uh, stupidest card ever. It happens to me because now I'm like, I should have, uh, I should have found the, the money. perforated oh, bubble bee card of Darren Ravel. And yeah, yeah, I prefer the Darren Ravel card sponsored by Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> that would be great. I'll buy that. Um, no, I mean, so there's, there's that top of mind. You know, I mean, there's the basketball, baseball. I mean, it's all kinds of fun stuff. Let me right? ask you so, You're a huge Devontae fan. You're a huge Charlotte Hornets fan. Yes. But you know they look better with LaMelo in the lineup. Yes, they do. What do you do? What do you do? How – what do you as a collector do? And then what, what do you as a GM do? How do you play that? Well, I've already sold all my Devontae as soon as they drafted LaMelo. So as a collector, I'm already out on him. Uh, that said, if he gets traded uh, to a team that's a contender, all of a sudden the people who bought those cards are going to be really happy because I'm sure they'll spike right back up just on, the, just on that news. He's hurt. I don't know whether or not he's getting traded right now. You know, he hurt his groin a couple games ago. Um, I don't know what the Hornets want. Uh, the Hornets may look at him and LaMelo as the backcourt of their future and not Rozier. Um, and Rozier might become a little more, you know, expendable, a tougher contract. Um, you know, I think if I were running that team, that's what I would look at. Um, um, Devontae right now might fetch a much bigger haul um, if they were trading him away. Uh, Stop, because- interest. Stop trying to make fetch happen, Cage. What? Fetch? Devontae fetch a haul? Oh, you're talking about the word fetch? Um, you know, so he might get a bigger haul. Um, you know, it depends who they package him with the whole deal. But you're right. I mean, the Hornets have a, a, a plethora, El Jefe, they have a plethora of pinatas in the backcourt. Um, and, you know, normally you trade from strength, right? So you get rid of one of those guys and you get yourself a big man. You know, you get yourself they need a big man. Biombo is so bad, it's crazy. Uh, well, Biombo was just starting for Cody Zeller. That's not a huge upgrade, but Zeller <laughs> broke his hand. So, you know, Biombo's not really a starter for them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I do. I mean, I've seen rumors for every team. The most recent one was the Mavericks. I think you'd be great on the Mavericks. I would love to see DeMonte on the Mavericks. So, ah, we'll see. No, mine's baseball, man. I moved over to baseball. I mean, it's, it's, you, 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 can, you, you can find a million articles now about fantasy the whole deal and that was where i start to do my little bit of prospecting it's where i start to do my little bit of bargain hunting right so 
if you were if you were to look at like the who's in contention for the number one fantasy draft pick this year, if you're a fantasy guy, obviously Trout. But who are the guys who are up there with Trout that if you draft a fantasy baseball team right now, people won't laugh at you if instead of going with Trout, you go with these two or three guys? Give me some names. Stanton. Oh, shut up. So it's Acuna and Soto and, and those type of names, right? So I look at the prices on those guys, right? I look at the prices on those guys. The last two Soto Tops Chrome update, PSA 10s, so for $400, $460. What? Okay, yeah. So, so I, I look at those. Them. I would sell at that price in a heartbeat. People I are into those and, cards at like 180. And you know what I did? I looked last year articles. Who was in that conversation? Right? And we've had this. We've talked about this the whole deal. But instead of talking about Acuna and Soto, it was Christian Yelich, who was coming off an MVP, and my play for today, Cody Bellinger. All right. Oh, so yesterday I asked you about the Dodgers. You do a little research. I did. I did. And then, you know, that's how these things come up, right? You talk about it. So, so I was going to do a whole thing about stats and, 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 and wins and, and hits and blah, blah, blah. And then I was saying, okay, and one of these guys has an MVP and one of them doesn't. Which one are you investing in? And it was going to be a Soto or an Acuna against Bellinger. Bellinger has the MVP already, guys. I mean, this, is, this guy already won the MVP, just won a ring last year. So you want to talk about like Mahomes. You know, Mahomes has won the MVP, won the ring coming into the next year and he's go Bellinger has this is year three he had won the MVP won that won a ring he's coming now you can't really fault him for the fact that his team went out there and signed everybody they yep. got Mookie Betts they got Seager was the MVP here of the of, of the World Series you got I, I mean come on Bellinger with his dislocated shoulder was you know was the, was the talk of it they got more pitching than they know what to do with um, the team's gonna go back there we're playing meaningful games you name it the whole deal uh, the last. I'm a, Justin, I'm a Justin Turner fan, by the way. I like I Turner too, but he's just fun with the beard. He's not ever going to be cardboard relevant. But the the so so Soto four hundred to four hundred sixty dollars. The last two. You want to take a guess what the last Bellinger Chrome update sold for today? Chrome. Oh, we're going Chrome, right? Cage yep. guys. So just so you know, a little preview. This is stealth mode. It's not ready to be announced, but we're gonna have a website, and the big Baba Ganoush over there on the other end of this camera, he's gonna write you guys some articles. And I've already read one. He did a Tops Chrome versus Tops paper, and sounds like he's giving you a Tops Chrome play today. So Cody Bellinger, I'm saying two thirty five for his Tops Chrome rookie. Right, because that's like half of the 460 that Soto did. And you're like, wow, isn't that crazy? Soto, who, what? Yeah, he won a World Series. That's great. He won an MVP. You know, he doesn't have the trophy case that Bellinger has just yet. Wow, half as much. So would it shock you? And this is possibly an outlier and a whole deal, but I'm looking at it right now. The last Cody Bellinger 2017 Tops right. Update Chrome HMT 10 sold for $169. Wow. And there are plenty, 170, 180. There's one, there's one. I'm looking at it right now, so I make sure. The one just got listed, 200 or best offer. So you probably get that one for 160, 165, something like that, no problem. So, so we're now at a point where Bellinger's Chrome Update PSA 10 is a third of what Juan Soto's is. That's crazy. That really is kind of crazy if you think about it. Like. They're the same player, really, if you like, kind of break it down. Same accomplishments, same upside. I mean, Soto's a bit younger, but... Hmm. Soto's a younger. He's a great hitter. Everybody think he has anything to do with Bellinger looking like he's blitzed all the time? Possibly. 
<laughs> I mean, it's definitely there. And obviously, yes, Soto's a little younger. But some would say that, you know, Soto's got to win an MVP in his next year or two to match what Bellinger's done, right? So, so my take on it is I would rather, if I have $500, I'd rather buy three Bellingers than one Soto. Let me ask you I think the, Please. What do you think drives market prices? Is it team winning, RBIs, or home runs, or batting average, or something else? Option so I think, I think it's, especially in baseball, I think in, in the beginning to middle of the season, it's individual stats that drive cards, that drive prices, okay? The potential for individual accomplishments as well. But towards the end, it's that, it's showing that those individual accomplishments will lead to team success. And I think you can stretch that out over, over you know, beyond baseball into every um, sport. Now, the younger the player, the more leeway they have on the team success, right? Because someone like Soto, someone like Acuna, you guys should read into this, right? Someone like Soto, someone like, like Acuna, um, or someone like Trey Young, right? Or someone like Giannis. Their cards will go up when they're younger. But ultimately, if they're the stars that people are paying for, they're the stars that people are putting their money into for their cards, that star status um, in order to justify the pricing of those stars, that has to turn into team success. Otherwise, they're not stars. Do you think like a Dodgers type of mutual fund where you invest in Seager, Gavin Lux? So it's funny you should say that. Top heavy uh, Bellinger? yes, Yes. So I would say, you know, if you didn't want to do three Bellingers, a mutual fund's the way to go. You could do some other daughters like Lux and, and those guys. I was going to say, instead of the $500 on Soto, buy yourself a Yelich and a Bellinger. Because chances are they're both not going to suck again. They're both former MVPs. All right? And chances are one of them hits. Mm-hmm. And, you have your, and you have your 50% gain or 100% gain that you might not get with Soto, whose cards are already significantly higher. That's what so I'm that, thinking. Because your gain could outweigh your loss on the other one, right? Like, let's mm-hmm. say your other one stays flat or goes down 10%, but your Yelich goes up, you know, 50, 65%. Yep. Uh, kind of like playing baseball in like a kind of a stock, like a, not day trading, right? But kind of like short term, like 30, 60 days type of thing. Listen, I like it because they're quality guys who you're buying at a discount. And more so this season than any other, or any other season is – I'm really willing to discount 2020. Well, what did they play? 60 games? You know, it was like a, a, a crazy season where these guys were out of their comfort zone. They didn't have a full, you know, training camp. They were playing at a different time than they did. It was just, you know, it was, it was I like to look at the back of the baseball cards and the years before these, um, this COVID thing, you're talking about the last two National League MVPs. You're talking about, you know, Bellinger and Yelich. So I'm willing to bet that one of them turns it around this season when it's more of a full-ish season, you know, more normalcy, more the ability to actually, you know, stretch it out and, uh, you know, and do their thing. So I look at the, I look at the young guys. It's funny because when I came with this play, it's a recency bias type thing, right? So, so people are going to pay crazy money for Lou Bob and Joe Adele, uh, top series one, is out tomorrow. I actually have some boxes. Maybe I'll do a live tonight. Maybe we'll get a live with Ian and, and open up a box of hobby. Mm. 2021 Topps Hobby is actually out. Um, I guess we're looking for Joe Adele. I don't, I don't even know who the hell else. Uh, but we got some boxes of that. I, I picked them up in my LCS today. And, but Tell anyway, me. but I want to put a point on it now that it's, you, 
just like you said with the hoops, right? Like Lamelo hoops is crazy. Don't miss the forest for the trees, right? You can still get your jaw and your Zion. It's the same thing, right? Everybody's on the new hot thing, right? right? But uh, give me two jaws for one Lamelo. Give me a Yelich and a Bellinger for one Soto, right? So that's my play. It's the it's the Bellinger play. But you, you know, if you have five hundred bucks and you're thinking about putting it in Soto, go for a Bellinger and Yelich and see what happens. What I was gonna say was when I picked up my. Um, when I picked up my uh, baseball cards, I also got a box of optic football today from my LCS. Okay. And we'll open that up. It's crazy opening football after the season's over, but that's just what happens. There was a guy in the store opening up his allotment. My guy only got one case. So, you know, it's a box I could have gotten. He got a Joe Burrow gold auto out of 10. Jeez. Yep. That's amazing. Pretty nice, right? So I'm hoping there's another Joe Burrow gold auto out of ten in my box. You know, the <laughs> typical Panini. You know, he opened it collation. there. He opened he it right there. Did opened everyone right go nuts? There. Yeah. Well, everyone. Just me, him, and uh, and the owner of the store. Wow, that's a huge so, hit. That's a monster. And it's funny too because unless he sells it, he'll probably grade it. It would. It's not one of those stores where anyone will ever see it. It's not going to get posted on Instagram. No one's ever going to like know it. That it was posted. That it was not one of the new age. Not one of the new age. No, this guy's got you know like a couple of showcases that are like falling. I I take. I think gold prism parallel are the going to be the only ones that matter long term. Gold prism. This was a gold optic, but gold prism. What really? That was optic. Okay. Yeah, gold prism parallel is the only one I really respect. They're like, what is that out of ten? Yeah. Some I like the black gold too. That's out of five. Out of five. Really. Not purple out of 75? You're pure pink pulsar out of three. Pink pulsar out of 42? Yeah, the green pulsar. No, they're, they're just, you keep your pink pulsar to yourself. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> purple pudding slingers. You know that? Yeah, exactly. The purple you, pudding slingers. You are varsity blues. It's me, man. Well, listen, I'm still waiting for you to show up in your uh, whipped cream bikini. <laughs> all right what else you got you want to you want to tell your sappy story about how you missed on the perforated card no uh, it's you know it's not sappy i can't complain that card is so expensive that you know i, I guess i'd rather have a mercedes <laughs> you know i mean i can't really complain about missing you know a card like that but yeah i mean you know every once in a while i i think i have a play and you know it's gonna go to the moon and then i don't have enough money to go buy it and i'll watch it go to the moon without me on it which is sad uh but it happens guys you know you can't make every play you know, this is part of part of the hobby. I think baseball is going to be prime, prime, prime for kind of day trading, stock trading, penny trading. Like I would build a portfolio on star stock with day trading and I would have offline so I could make moves both because I think this baseball season is going to be insane for sports cards. Sports cards are made for baseball in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? All of the options, all of like the, you could buy players really cheap. They could go up in value. There's so many players to choose from. I'm excited. I gotta tell to you, I love the star stock model and and like the top shot model and those kind of things. I'd love to see it actually turn into like a stock trading thing because you get the logistics out of it. All the things that are shitty about it, right? You want to talk about day trading a player like you day trade a stock? You can't really do that on eBay. No, you, you know can't. what I mean. But you can on star stock. You can on top shot if you believe in in that platform. You know what I mean? It's instant ownership. So that's the cool stuff, man. You want to get, you want to spend three minutes talking about your blockchain and stuff like that with instant ownership and how that changes everything. Well, well, I mean, I just think baseball is a perfect sport for it because NBA is so top heavy, right? Like NBA, mm-hmm. there's 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 15 guys really we're all going after. But baseball, what's so cool is you know you got your 10, 15 guys that are like the cream of the crop, the Sotos, the Cunha, Tatis, Yelich, 
um, bats, trout, like that's the cream of the crop, right? We'll call them class A. You have, yep. you have class B, you know, guys like Pete Alonzo is an interesting one. He could show up. He could emerge. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman's good. Uh, and then you got your, your class of prospects. And what's so cool is they play every day. You There's so much kind of like gambling, day trading, all of that stuff. There's so much action involved. And the hobby has never been – it's never had this much demand, number one. It's never had the infrastructure of the technology around it, number two. Even forget Starstock for like even just PWCC Vault, being able to transfer from Vault to Vault, um, being able to offer instant ownership. I would love to see Top Shot get into baseball. I don't know how that would work. So one, we have the demand for the hobby that it's like it's never been before. Then we have these instant ownership platforms, Starstock, um, PWCC, uh, Top Shot. And then you got this baseball you play every single day and there's no distractions. In the summer, there's no other sports, Cage. Yep. Nothing else. So I think this is going to be a monster year for baseball. That doesn't mean that your cards that are going to go up 20, 30, 100%, but uh, I think there's going to be a lot of volume to use that stock term. Well, listen, guys, I have a, uh, I have a, a bonus little play because you're talking about Top Shot. So uh, if you're on the platform, Cool Cats, right? Cool Cats was a release they made out of the 5,000 that came out last week with, you know, if you had all five of them and some other bonus cards, that they were going to give you a bonus Luca Doncic, right? So Luca Luca came out yesterday, and the prices of all the Cool Cats went down, right? Because everybody got their Luca, and now they don't care about their uh, their Cool Cats anymore. Um, I think we're in overreaction territory, and here's why. Maybe people don't realize this, but the Cool Cats are going to be part of a master challenge. They're going to be doing it where instead of just these five Cool Cats, there's going to be like, I think, 30 total Cool Cats, and so now there's six, including the Luca. Eventually, we'll have 30 cool cats. Um, and the last one, if, if you have all of them, is going to be a lamello ball, right? For anyone who has all of them, right? A lamello ball cool cat. Cool cat. Yep. Rookie year, you name it. Who knows? They have an assist out for him now, which is flying today. It's like 700 or something dollars. Um, but this is going to be more rare because the Luca, I think there was only like 3,600 people who completed that challenge, right? Um, so at most, if everyone who has a Luca completes it and gets the other 29, the Lamello is going to be the number the same as a Luca. It's only 3,000 and change, which is less than the 4,000 of the regular base Lamello. So already you know it's going to be the most limited Lamello that they have as a common you know, card. Um, so that's number one. Um, the second part is the future Cool Cats they've announced through their Discord that they're going to be numbered to at least 10,000. Whereas these are out of 5,000, which means as people come into this platform over the next couple of weeks and they're trying to do this lamello, there's going to be 10,000 available cool cats going forward. But these last ones, there's only be 5,000 of. And the Luca, there's only be 3,000 and change of. That's going to be your bottleneck point. So there's going to be the ability for 10,000 people to get 25 of these cool cats and be then fighting over the Lucas that are out there, making that Luca price go up. But more importantly, what people are not realizing, those 5,000 cool cats, the Rui Hachimura, the Derek Jones Jr., the um, John Collins, the Tobias Harris, and finally the Devin Booker, who's like, I think, the only legit quality one of those, of those other uh, fives. Um, Rui's decent, I guess. Um, people are going to be needing those. Those are going to be more sought after than the rest of them because there's half as many of them as they're going to be. 
And today, because the Luca was released, people are dumping their cool cats because they got the Luca and they're just trying to get back whatever money they can for what they paid for these things, not realizing that this master cool cat challenge is going to be out there. So you can buy the other the Ruiz, the Jones, the Tobias for 100 bucks now, $100. But what I'm doing is the Devin Booker, that's going to have value anyway because Booker is a quality player. You get the Booker for 150 bucks, 160 bucks now. Um, I'm going to buy as many of them as I can. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to get in there and buy as many of them as I can because I have a feeling that in whenever it is, three weeks, four weeks, a month, a month and a half, six weeks, that that final Cool Cat Challenge is released and people are talking about trying to go after that Lamello, that the bottleneck is, number one, going to be Luca. People are going to be – you're going to need that Luca, and you're going to be able to almost charge what you want for that Luca to complete that challenge. But next up, a close second, is going to be the Devin Booker Cool Cats because it's going to be half as many of those as, every, as all the rest of them. And am I telling you it's gonna be a thousand dollar moment? No, but it was 300, 350, 400 for this Luca challenge. When people need it for the bigger challenge, no reason why it's not back to that 300, 350, 400, you know, number that it is. And right now it's, it's half that or less. So there's a little bonus top shot, um, you know, uh, deal for you. Also, late last night I spoke to the CEO of Dapper Labs, Roham. So, uh, you know, this is a guy who, who has created Top Shot. You know, is the CEO there, and he agreed to come on the show uh, towards the end of the month. So we're going to schedule that way to get that out there. It'd be nice to have him on and be able to ask whatever questions you have out there. So for our Top Shot group, get your questions ready now. <laughs> and for everybody else out there, you got some questions about Top Shot, we're going to get the man himself in here and, uh, and, and be able to ask him some questions. So, um, you know, something only Luke and Nate will be able to bring you. What else you got, pal? Nada. Let's wrap. Nada. All right, man of a lot short, of words. We want to keep it short and sweet. I, I had the, the talking point in the beginning. We talked a little bit about Joe Montana, iconic, like how uh, Brady's going to be compared to the goats and other sports, but I think he really is going to be compared to Montana in this offseason, uh, and they're going to do a trip down memory lane, and I think Montana cards are underpriced. So I think that's a cool play for Luca Nation. All right. Thanks, everybody. Love you guys. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.